Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What's up, Life in English family? Y'all have been asking me to make an episode about the word ain't for a very, very long time, and it's finally here. Okay, I'm going to deliver this episode in three parts. First, I'm going to teach you all the ways we use this word and in which contexts. Second, I'll show you some real-world examples of people using this word And we'll test your English comprehension to see how well you understand what's being said. And finally, I'm going to teach you about the cultural aspect of this word. So let's take a look at the various meanings of this word. The first one or the first way we use this word is in place of the verb to be. Right. So the word ain't can mean am not or is not or are not in Am, is, and are are conjugations of the verb to be, right? So let's start with am not. Here are some examples. Number one, I am not your daddy. I am not your daddy. We can say that in a different way, or we can say that same phrase in a different way by saying, I ain't your daddy. So I am not your daddy becomes, I ain't your daddy. Same thing, okay? Next example, I am not the one to play with. A more natural way to say that, at least where I'm from, is I ain't the one to play with. And it's the same thing. Okay. Another example. I am not tripping. Or I ain't tripping. Same thing. Okay. Now let's look at some examples of is not. The first one. It is not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal, man. Another way to say that using the word ain't is it ain't that big of a deal. Chill, man. It ain't that big of a deal. Relax. Relax, bro. All right. Another example. He is not going to want to do it. I could also say he ain't going to want to do it. Same thing. Okay. Another example. She is not the type to just sit around and do nothing. I could also say she ain't the type to just sit around and do nothing. And I'd be saying the same thing. 
So now let's take a look at some examples of are not. Number one, you are not the one with the problem. I am. Or I could say, you ain't the one with the problem. I am. Okay. Another example, you are not the boss of me. Or I could say, you ain't the boss of me. Same thing. All right. Another example. Last one. You are not shit. And we would never say this naturally in casual conversation. The version of this phrase using the word ain't is what we would say. So I'll say that now. You ain't shit. Technically, you're saying you are not shit, but that sounds weird. But when I say you ain't shit, that sounds natural to me. And that expression just means you're not worth anything. Similar to saying that somebody's a piece of shit. So if somebody says, man, you ain't shit. It's like, depending on who says it in the context, it could be a a joke or it could be a bad thing that means you're just worthless. You're a worthless human being. All right. But anyway, that is am not, is not, and are not. Okay. Another way we can use the word ain't is in place of has not and have not. Let me give you some examples. Starting with has not. Number one, he hasn't or he has not been himself lately. I could also say he ain't been himself lately. And it's the same thing. Okay. Another example. She hasn't or she has not even called him yet. She hasn't even called him yet. Or I could say she ain't even called him yet. All right. Another example. It hasn't even been five minutes or it ain't even been five minutes. All right. Now, here are some examples of have not. Number one, I have not seen you in a while. Or I ain't seen you in a while. Same thing. Okay. Another example. You have not done it since last week. Or you ain't done it since last week, bro. All right. Another example. They have not called me yet. Or they ain't called me yet. Same thing. Now, another way we can use the word ain't is in place of do not and did not in specific cases. So let me give you some examples for do not. I do not have time for this. I do not have time for this. Another way I can say that is I ain't got time for this. And it's the same thing. All right. Another example. I do not have any money. Or I ain't got no money. It's the same. I'm saying the same exact thing. Okay. Now, some examples of did not. Number one, I did not ask for that. Or I ain't asked for that. Okay. Another example, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. Or we ain't know what to do. The same thing is saying we did not know what to do. Okay. Now, the last way we can use this is not necessarily a definition, but we often use the word ain't in sentences that involve nobody. So let me give you an example. In standard English, you might say something like, no one called you, right? Maybe somebody walks into the room and says, hey, did you call me? No, no one called you, (laughs) right? Another way I could say that is ain't nobody call you. Like, nah, ain't nobody call you, bro. Relax, ain't nobody call you. And what I'm saying is nobody called you or no one called you. Another example. No one wants to hear that. Maybe your music is trash or you're just you're complaining, you're whining, something like that, something that nobody wants to hear. You can say nobody wants to hear that or no one wants to hear that. Or 
you could say, ain't nobody trying to hear that, bro. <laughs> ain't nobody trying to hear that. So it's just an informal dialect of English. And I'm just trying to get you to understand that it's the same thing as saying no one wants to hear that. It's just a different way of speaking. And I won't get into the details of that way of speaking in this episode because this episode is about the word ain't. So let's stay on topic. Next example. No one is concerned with or paying attention to you. That's a standard English phrase. But I could also say, ain't nobody worried about you, bro. <laughs> so, right? so no one is concerned with you. No one is paying attention to you. Or ain't nobody worried about you. It's the same thing. Just a more informal way of saying it. Okay. Now, we've gone over all the definitions and uses, or at least the basics of the definitions and uses of the word ain't. Now we are going to test your English, my friend, and see how much you can actually understand when you hear real people using this word. So let's take a look at the first example. Um, <laughs> this whole, uh, you know, sort of finding uh, compassion and common ground with your enemies thing is kind of like a political, spiritual practice for me. And I ain't the Dalai Lama. All right. So did you hear what she said? She said, I ain't the Dalai Lama. Now, what does that mean? How would you say that in standard English? Well, I would say, I'm not the Dalai Lama, or I am not the Dalai Lama. So, I am not becomes I ain't. And just in case you're sitting there wondering, what is a Dalai Lama? What is that? How do you even spell that? Well, Dalai Lama in English is spelled D-A-L-A-I, Dalai L-A-M-A, Lama. And I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. I don't know how you actually say that, but in standard American English, we say Dalai Lama. And the way I understand it, if I'm not mistaken, this is what they call the spiritual leader of Tibetan Buddhism, just in case you were wondering. But let's move on to the next example. Into it. Well, well, that's it. I mean, why, why undergo the, mayor, the, super, the scrutiny and the, the, the brickbats and the disrespect and everything else? I mean, uh, it takes a certain type of psychological makeup to, you know, want to withstand it's what all Sanders of that. says, really, is you need a revolution. Yeah, but you ain't getting a revolution. <laughs> all right. So did you guys catch that one? The woman said, you need a revolution. And the man said, but you ain't getting a revolution. You ain't getting one, right? So how would you say that in standard English? I would say, you are not getting a revolution. You are not getting a revolution. You ain't getting a revolution, my friend. Same thing. So you are not becomes you ain't. All right. Next example. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And then finally, licenses and approval. So you have a license to do something that is not many people can do or an approval. That is a pretty solid economic mode. Casinos, not easy to get a casino license. You have six of them in Macau. That's it. They ain't giving out anymore. All right. So hopefully you guys caught that. This guy is talking about casino. He's really talking about, <clears throat> excuse me. He's talking about different businesses and he ended by talking about casinos, right? Apparently you need a license to open a casino. And the man said they ain't giving out anymore. So how would you say that in standard English? Well, I would say they are not giving out anymore right they are not becomes they ain't and you might be asking yourself what does giving out mean well in this context it means to distribute okay so basically what he's saying is they're not distributing or they're not issuing or giving out more casino licenses so you cannot obtain one anymore that's the basic idea of what he was saying but the focus is on the word ain't so hopefully you understood that part okay so let's move on to the last example This is going really, really, really focused on money, on your relationship with money, um, and it teaches a system of how to manage money because the theory is when you get to the point where you're able to manage your money, even if you ain't got none, right? You manage the budget and you manage what little you have coherently, then the magic of the universe is that when we prove we can manage some, we will get more. All right, so in that clip, he was talking about money, managing money, and he said something like, Once you learn how to manage your money, even if you ain't got none, even if you ain't got none. So what does that mean? How would you say that in standard English? I would say even if you don't have any, because remember, we're talking about money. So once you learn how to manage your money, even if you don't have any or even if you ain't got none, then you will get more. That's the idea. And this is an example of a super common sentence structure, right? Ain't got No, it's really, really common in some places here in the U.S. And remember, this just means does not have or do not have. It's the same thing. So the idea here is that you need to learn how to manage your money, even if you don't have any or even if you ain't got none and you will receive more. All right. So, my friend, now let me tell you about the linguistic characteristics of this word. And this is probably the most important part of this episode because there's a lot of conflicting information about the word ain't and whether it's grammatically correct or incorrect. Now, linguistically, ain't is formed by the same rule that English speakers use to form aren't and other contractions of auxiliary verbs like isn't or won't or doesn't, etc. Now, linguists consider usage of the word ain't to be grammatical as long as its users convey their intended meaning to their audience. In other words, a sentence such as she ain't got no sense is grammatically correct because it generally follows a native's word order, a native speaker's word order, I mean. And because a native speaker would recognize the meaning of that sentence, it's grammatically correct, you see? But linguists draw a distinction, however, between grammatically correct and acceptable, you see? What may be considered grammatically correct across many dialects may nevertheless or may still be considered unacceptable in certain dialects or certain contexts, right? The usage of the word ain't is socially unacceptable in some situations, but it's not grammatically incorrect, 
right? Because natives actually use that word in a logical way. Their sentences follow an actual pattern. There's a real structure there that they use and understand, so it's correct to them. And I should say us, because I'm talking about us, right? Now, the usage of the word ain't is a continuing subject of controversy in the English language and the English education industry, if we can call it that, right? Now, ain't is commonly used by many native speakers in oral and informal settings, especially in certain regions or dialects of English. Now, its usage is often highly stigmatized, and it can be used by the general public as a marker of low socioeconomic status or education level, right? It's generally used or it's not used, it's generally considered non-standard English in most dictionaries. But in my humble opinion, trying to classify people by the way they speak is an elitist's way of segregating and judging people based on something that doesn't say anything about a person's character, right? Like, there isn't a right or wrong way to speak. There isn't a high or low class way of speaking. There are simply different ways of speaking, People from different regions speak in different ways. And just because people in my city speak differently from the people in your city doesn't mean one of us is speaking incorrectly. Like everyone in my city understands me perfectly, so I'm obviously speaking correctly. It's all subjective, which is exactly why it makes no sense to try to determine what the correct way of speaking is, because it doesn't exist. If the sentence follows the typical pattern of speech that a native would use, then it's grammatically correct if a native understands it but simply thinks you shouldn't say it that doesn't mean it's incorrect it means that person thinks what you said was unacceptable so always try to remember there's a difference between those two things but why do i think that understanding the social aspect of this word is so important it's because after teaching english for a few years i met a lot of people who pride themselves on knowing things about slang informal dialects and what they know of as black english but most of them don't really understand why we say the things we say. People will hear a native say something and simply repeat it. And of course, that's normal. I'm just saying that it's important to truly understand what it is you're saying and why you are saying it. It's important to understand how a community of people will see and interpret your words and behavior when you speak a certain way or use certain words. And you don't have to care, but you should understand. So in this particular case with the word ain't, you need to understand that there are a lot of elitist and snobby people who are going to look down on you for using words like ain't or speaking some informal dialect of English. There are people who would think you're of low class or you're uneducated or you're from the streets or you grew up on a farm somewhere in the country. But the reality is people of all colors, classes and ages use this word in daily conversations. It just depends on where you're from and the context of the situation. So once you understand this word and how to use it, feel free to use it in any informal conversation. Now, another thing I want to say about the social aspect of this word is that if you want to speak an informal dialect of English or you want to use slang just like a native, you've got to remember that it's not just what you say. It's how you say it. In fact, how you say it is really what makes all the difference. That's why I'm always teaching you how we really speak, but reminding you that you don't have to speak the same way. Many times you might end up sounding even more unnatural because you're just so determined to use slang and idioms, but you only know the definitions of the words and phrases. You still don't know how to express them like a native does. So just take some time to really understand the culture of the people like whom you're trying to speak and what makes their way of communicating unique. And as always, practice, practice, 
and practice some more. Now, if you find this episode helpful, please take the time to share it with someone that you think would appreciate it. Also, if you'd like to join a growing community of English learners from around the world and learn some real English with some real people, consider joining the Life in English community. You'll get access to our private conversation group on Discord and transcripts and vocabulary guides for all the podcast episodes to make sure you understand and internalize every single word. All right. We're really trying to have a positive impact on the way the world learns English. And with your support, we can grow our team, produce a lot more content and help a lot more people. So for more information about how you can join the community, check the links in the description of this episode or just visit lifeinenglish.net slash community. And as always, thank you so much for your time and your attention. I really hope you enjoyed and learned from this episode My name is Tony Kaizen. This is the Life in English podcast, and I will talk to you soon. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.